We are back. We got an eight-game slate to talk about here on Wednesday. Welcome, guys. My name is DK. This video, we're going to count the eight-game PFS slate. Uh, also, there's a million-dollar maker, uh, $2,500 entry to any entry for any of those high rollers out there. Uh, but yeah, if this is your first time watching our cover content for DFS and for player prop uh, sites like Price Picks, Underdog, and Parlay Play, which Parlay Play is the sponsor. You guys are not familiar. It's a player prop site. You're building out slips of player props. All the different sports that they offer are up top. And uh, yeah, if you guys want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS or the link down below. It'll give you a $100 deposit match bonus. Um, if you do click that uh, link and deposit, it does help support the channel. Um, and yeah, if you guys look for more content, as always, you can check out my Patreon. But uh, let's recap last night. So Last night was a very solid night. Um, even so, I, I, I talked about this on Twitter, but I was like, I feel like I deserve something. Some DraftKings credit, award, a cookie, I don't know, something for easily cashing in tournaments without massive chalk and bead, who went for 105 fancy points, massive chalk Luca, that went for 85 fancy points, and currently Talents went for what, like 80? I didn't have any of them, and I still easily cashed. Because my contrarian plays all smashed. I was very high on unowned LaMelo, Vince Williams, Kobe White, uh, Scotty Barnes went for 60. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a super high scoring night for sure. But I thought I was like, I saw, uh, you know, I faded Embiid, Chalk Embiid with 105 fans points. I just like, and I was like, oh, there's no way I'm going to cash. And then I was like, wait, how am I cashing right now? And I was like, wait, I'm like easily cashing too. Um, so that was the recap there. Hopefully you guys had a good night. And uh, yeah, let's talk about this eight game slate. So, Minnesota, Washington. Minnesota looks like they're fully healthy. You got Mike Conley back. Um, obviously, you saw the massive game from Cat last time out. 76 fancy points. Just insane. A great matchup. I think I'd give the edge to Anthony Edwards or over Carl Anthony Towns if I had to pick between the two. Uh, but yeah, both the main Minnesota guys, I think, are firmly in play. Rudy Gobert, 7.8K. I mean, he's just playing big minutes right now. I played 39 minutes last game. I think he's a, a solid option as well. I think I slightly prefer Ant and Cat at some price point, but... Yeah, I'm never going to say no to Gobert. I mean, Conley's price has come down to 5.3K, which makes him like a like a fine filler play. I don't think I'm going to go out and like start my lineup with Mike Conley, but if you land him at this price point, he should play around 30 minutes. If the game is competitive, it's a great matchup. Um, Nas Reed had a really bad game. He was pretty popular last time out. Uh, most of the time, he's playing somewhere around 20-ish minutes. Uh, I don't really think there's much else to talk about here. I mean, McDaniels, we know his role. If he says he's out of foul trouble, he should play 30-plus minutes. Probably not going to get to like NAW or slow-mo with uh, Conley back. Um, let's talk about Washington. So Washington, you got uh, Gafford uh, back in his first game. Uh, he missed like about a week. First game back, he played 30 minutes, and Bagley played, uh, what, the, the other 18. So they split the full 48 there with those two centers. Hopping guys, Kuzma, Tyus Jones, Denny, Poole. I think these guys are all fine contrarian plays. I don't think I'm going to prioritize any of them, but... Uh, we have seen the minutes tick up a bit for these guys in competitive games. There's a question, you know, can they keep it competitive against a pretty good Minnesota team? And then, yeah, the centers with Gafford Bagley, eh, I don't love either now that, that I think it'll be. I mean, it was 30-18 last time out. I think it could be more of an even split. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so let's talk about uh, Charlotte and Detroit. <clears throat> so for Charlotte, no more Terry Rozier. He's traded away. No Hayward, no Williams. You got Richards and Martin Quashmo, which is pretty significant because if they are out, not only does it really just solidify, you know, minutes and uses for the top end guys like LaMelo and Miles Bridges and Miller and Washington, but then we have to start considering some of this gross value like Nick Smith Jr., Bryce McGowns, JT Thor, guys like that. It's disgusting. But um, if Richards and Cody Martin are both in, 
then um, we don't, I don't think we had to really consider those you know, disgusting value plays we just mentioned. But yeah, LaMelo, 9-6. I mean, no more Terry Rozier. Played 35 minutes last time out. I think he looks great here. I think uh, he's a little bit... Yeah, I think he should be 10K plus and doesn't look like he's on a limit anymore. It's a great spot. So I like LaMelo. I think Miles Bridges, who's just playing massive minutes right now, looks like a pretty good play there at 7.6. Brandon Miller is also really turned on of late. He's been much more aggressive offensively. I don't know if he's going to continue to keep this up, but uh, he's got nice eligibility. And if he stays out of foul trouble, I would expect big minutes from him too. A PJ Washington is someone that I would feel much better about if there's no Nick Richards. He finally avoided foul trouble. He played 33 minutes. Uh, so Washington would be a good play, in my opinion, if there's no Nick Richards. Um, and then, yeah, again, some of this gross value we can start considering if guys like Cody Martin and Nick Richards do not play. If Richards does play and is not limited, which I don't I think he'll be only missed a couple games. I think he himself would be a pretty good option here uh, at 5.2. Let's talk about Detroit. So Detroit, you do have Cade Cunningham back, which makes it tricky because a lot of the Pistons are priced up from when Cade is out. Now Cade's back. And then Cade himself, I want to keep an eye on the news. He's been out for, what, two weeks now or so? I could see him being on some sort of limit. But if we get news that he's full go, no limitations, then sign me up for sub-AK Cade against the Hornets. Uh, so we got to keep an eye, a close eye on that. And if Kate is limited, then that would make me feel a little bit better about some of these other main guys like Ivy and McDonavich and Duran. Um, but uh, yeah, if Cade is in full go, then it, it does make it trickier to, to prioritize any of these other Pistons. Um, you know, Duran probably sees around 30 minutes or so. McDonavich should see 30 plus. Isaiah Stewart at 5'5. You know, his minutes have been a little bit up and down, but he's been playing better of late. Seward Thompson's minutes went down with Bogdanovich back. You know, previous to the that last game, he has been averaging mid-20s minutes. But once Bojan came back, he went back down to 19 minutes. Alec Burks had a couple big games. I want to say he came back down to earth last game. Yeah, he didn't have the best game. But his minutes have ticked up um, of late. But like I said, with Cade back, that's going to affect his minutes. So, yeah, Cade, Cade being back definitely hurts a lot of Detroit. Memphis and Miami. So, no Aldama and no Derrick Rose. I would assume you just get... Xavier Tillman shifting back into the starting lineup. Last game, they went to Aldama in the starting lineup. I would assume they go back to Tillman here. I think they'll just go with Conchar, Kennard, Vince Williams, Jaron, and Xavier Tillman. Uh, Jaron, listen, you guys know what I'm going to say, right? The ceiling is massive. He's the number one option right now. It's just a matter of can he stay out of foul trouble. Uh, but we've seen him you know, do a better job staying out of foul trouble recently, and he's gone for 40-plus hands points in each of the last four games. So... Literally got the high ceiling. I've Vince Williams is making me a lot of money of late. Um, I mean, he's playing big minutes too, and he seems to always go low owned. I like him here. Luke Kennard is, you know, doing a lot of the ball handling. Six and seven assists over the last couple games. Only five point five k. He looks pretty good. Tillman, assuming he starts, I think probably plays thirty ish minutes. If he does, he'd be a pretty good value. John Conchar has been starting. He's been playing mid twenties minutes. No, not a guy with a super high ceiling, but he's still pretty cheap. But honestly, I've finished in all five of the starters. Um, and if you think Memphis gets like absolutely destroyed, which is possible on the road to Miami, then maybe you can take some shots in some of these bench guys. You know, maybe a David Roddy who's been playing 20 plus minutes consistently. I think he's a reasonable contrarian value. Dyer Williams is 3.4. The Mets have not been amazing on him, but hey, if if Memphis gets destroyed, which is definitely in the range of outcomes, he would probably get extended. So uh, yeah, a lot of different ways you can play this. Uh, let's talk about Miami. So don't think we're going to have Rozier available for this game, but we'll see. That's obviously pretty important. Um, obviously, you no know, Lowry, he got traded away. Hakez is still doubtful. 
Hop in, guys. I mean, no real strong takes on Bam, Jimmy, and Hero. 8-5 for Bam, 8-1 for Jimmy, 7-6 for Hero. Those guys are all playable, but I'm not going to prioritize any of them. Uh, the value, not a ton here either. I mean, like I said, we'll keep, well, I don't think Rozier will be available. We'll see. Uh, the, Mar the minutes have ticked up a bit on Caleb Martin of late. He's 5K. You got Duncan at 4.6, been playing around 20 or so minutes. Nikola Jovic is 4K. His minutes have ticked down recently. Uh, you got Kevin Love at 4K that... You know, probably plays the backup five. Not a bad point for a minute, guys. So I think he's reasonable, but it is a little bit of a downside that he's only center eligible. Uh, Jay Rich is 3.8K. I would expect if there's no Rogier that he would play more. Um, so he could be a viable punt play too with nice eligibility. Cleveland and Milwaukee. So, I mean, when will we see a game where the Cavs are not in a massive blowout? It's been super tilting because I've been very high in Mitchell and Allen recently. And just like every game they're involved in just turns into a massive blowout. But, I mean, the Bucs have struggled to defend guards. Mitchell's the clear top option here. I like him, and I like Jared Allen. I've been very high on Allen, been taking his over props. Um, listen, there's been so, so many blowouts. I think in a competitive game, you're going to get close to 40 minutes from Donovan Mitchell and like mid-30s minutes of Jared Allen. So I'm high on both those guys again. Maybe this is the game that finally stays competitive. And then we have to keep an eye on Levert news. It's very, very important. If Levert misses, it opens up more minutes and usage for guys like Merrill and Struess and Okoro. They would all look better. Merrill's been playing very well of late. He also has been closing because of the blowout. So I don't know if we can continue to expect this level of production, but those three would benefit. And then you probably would see a little bit of Craig Porter Jr. in the rotation as well. No more Tristan Thompson, or he's suspended for doing steroids, which is wild. Um, because he's literally has, has not doing anything this season anyway. He's playing like 10, 15 minutes a game, but uh, I would assume you probably get Damian Jones getting some backup five run there uh, with Thompson suspended. Milwaukee, so Giannis probable. Um, Giannis 11K, I think looks pretty good. You know, he's going to play in a competitive game, high 30s minutes. Dame, eh. I think I uh, my next favorite play here probably would be Middleton. Prices come down. He was like in the mid to high 7K range. Now he's down to 6.6. He's got shooting guard, small forward eligibility. So I think Giannis and, and uh, Middleton, my two favorite plays here on the Bucks. Nothing else really to mention. I mean, if you want to target any of the other main guys, be my guest, but nothing stands out to me. Portland and Houston. So surprisingly, at least at halftime, so making this video early, like 8 p.m. Central. At halftime, they were beating the Thunder. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, in competitive games, the Blazers are running a tight rotation. It's just they get blown out so much that um, you know, there's, there's games where Simons and like Jeremy Grant are playing 40 minutes, and then there's games that are playing like 25. And again, it's because they're getting blown out like half the time. But in competitive game, I mean, I think Simons, Grant, and Brogdon all firmly in place. Contrarian options is not really the best matchup against Houston, but like I said, they're running tight rotations. Aiton got in some early foul trouble, chilled to me. I just uh, over first half PRA. That shocked because of that, which is, again, no one more proof. Absolutely no one runs worse. Um, Joy Walker had a huge first half, but yeah, I would say that's a bit of an outlier. Um, I mean, you'll see Scoot play some off the bench. Duop Reith will back up. Aiton, you'll see Kamara probably. Um, Kamara is one of those guys, too, that like, He'll, he'll play in a regular game, and a lot of the times he will also close in a blowout for what it's worth. Moving on to Houston, so no Tarisen still. Jalen Green's questionable. Green news is significant. I would assume if he misses that we probably see Thompson in the starting lineup. He played very well in the starting lineup last time out. The two top guys, Shingun and Van Fleet, I mean, I think they look great here. Uh, Shingun's minutes have ticked way up recently. 40, 42, 36 over the last three games. Van Fleet's playing huge minutes. It's a smash spot for both. I really like Van Fleet and Shingoon. Um, Jabari Smith, sub-6K. You know, his minutes have been pretty secure. Uh, I think he looks pretty good. Jalen Green himself, if he does play, I think is solid. Again, if he misses, 
Um, you know, more run, I would assume, for like Thompson and Holiday and Whitmore. Uh, Dylan Brooks is 5.2K. His minutes have also ticked up. There's a good amount to like here for Houston. And then again, the green news is huge. I think, you know, more run for guys like Thompson and Whitmore and Aaron Holiday if he missed. Phoenix and Dallas. So only guy in the injury board here is Eric Gordon. He is questionable. Um, top end guys, KD, Booker, Beal, all firmly in play like the matchup for them. But like I said, it is a little bit tough to pick between them. A couple games ago, it was the mass game from Booker. Last game, it was the massive game from KD. We've seen a couple of game, big games from Beal. I mean, I've interested in all three. Well, all three recently priced. My boy Nurkic continues to play, you know, on average high 20s minutes. Um, no real strong take there. Grayson Allen feels priced about right, does have nice eligibility, but he should continue to play 30 plus minutes. You know, Eubanks uh, minutes have been kind of all over the place, but did finally have a decent game last time out, 22 minutes. The issue is I think Phoenix can go small here because uh, behind Derek Lively, Dallas usually likes to go small with like Fleba at the five. So I don't really know if we're going to see a full 48 from like Eubanks and uh, Nurkic. Let's talk about Dallas. So uh, they got Luka, Kyrie, and Exum all in the injury report. Um, so kind of hard to talk about. If they're all in, I think both Luka and Kyrie are solid options. I think you can make the argument for Lively in like mid-20s minutes or so. Um, Kleba, like I said, he's been, you know, closing, you know, he played 26 minutes last game. He'd be an okay punt play. But if like a couple of these guys are out and one of them plays, like, let's just say like, for example, Kyrie and Exum sit, but Luca plays, Luca would look great. If they're all out, then we, you know, prioritize guys like Hardaway and Josh Green and Jaden Hardy and, you know, the wings would look a lot better. So there'd be a ton to like here, obviously, if they're all out. Um, so again, Dallas, a little bit tough to talk about right now couple games left we got oklahoma city and uh, san antonio so yeah i mean shea in a great spot 10.1k i think he looks pretty good as a spend up you got chat and jay and williams both in the low 7k range i would expect mid 30s met some jay and williams and about 30 low 30s met some chat you got also the chat versus wambayama matchup um we saw that in the preseason that was very fun to watch uh not a ton else to mention here i saw the thunder like I want to say they played like 14 guys or something crazy in the first half. Just, you know, insane uh, rotations that Dagnall sometimes runs. Uh, for the Spurs, I mean, I think Wembeyama looks good here at 8.30. Minutes are slowly increasing on him. 27, 27, 28, 28 over the last four games. Uh, basically 50 plus fancy points in three of those the last four. And uh, yeah, has nice eligibility. So I'm pretty high in Wembeyama here. I think he looks good. Uh, Trey Jones, who's also somewhat significant. If he misses, I mean, they could do a lot of different things. They could try to go back to point Sohan. They could throw like uh, Wesley or um, Branham in there. Like they, they could do a lot of different things uh, if Jones does not play. But the rest of the options, more secondary plays like Vassell and Sohan and Jones and Eldon. I will say Zach Collins is playable. Uh, in a whole backup one by Yama. Probably just play whatever one by Yama does not play. So probably like around 20 minutes or so. And then finally, uh, we got Atlanta, Golden State. So still no Trey Young. He's out for a bit. I mean, the price points have not moved uh, enough on DeJounte Murray or Bogdanovich. I'm still very high in DeJounte Murray. Expect him to play close to 40 minutes. And again, get significant usage bump without Trey. Bogdanovich has not, you know, just subpar games. Last couple games out with Trey Young um, off the court. But we've seen some big, big games from Bogdanovich. We know he's got 40 plus, you know, fancy point upside in him. So uh, I still think he looks really good without Trey Young. Jalen Johnson continues to play big minutes. Uh, I think he's solid. Capello Kongu splitting the center position. I give the edge right now to Okongu. His mints have ticked up. He also has nice eligibility, the power forward eligibility. Big Bay is indifferent on him, but he'll probably play low 30s minutes. 
Uh, rounding out the rotation is just so, so gross. You got like, Garrison Matthews and Addy Mills and Trent Forrest. I mean, I just can't stomach them. Um, and finishing up with Golden State. So uh, no Chris Paul, no Moody, no Gary Payton. Pojemski on the injury report as well. If Pojemski misses, you know, I think just more solidified minutes for some of these wings. You know, Clay and Kaminga and Wiggins, um, guys like that. Steph Curry, 9.1K. I like the matchup for him. Always have interest in him for tournaments. Clay Thompson, uh, minutes have been solid of late. And also, if Pojemski misses, I think more solidified minutes for Clay. Only 6.3K with uh, shooting guard small forward eligibility. Uh, Kaminga, I think we probably see somewhere around 25 to 30 minutes from him. Draymond Green, I mean, we'll see if he's on any sort of a limit. The first game back by 24 minutes. I think he's reasonable. Andrew Wiggins' minutes have ticked up of late, you know, 30 plus now, the last three. Starish has been playing decent minutes. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of these wings are interesting options for, for Golden State. And again, if Pojemski does not play, I think Golden State will have to play like bigger lineups um, and just more run for like, you know, some. Um, I mean, you probably will see some Corey Joseph in the rotation, but I don't think uh, Steve Kerr wants to play him a ton. All right, guys, so that's going to wrap it up for the video. I'll keep an eye out uh, later for a Price Picks one. And uh, yeah, as always, if you do enjoy, just make sure to like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. See you all in the next video.